History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America, and happy Thursday, a busy, newsy Thursday today. We're going to dive in on an issue that a lot of people haven't focused on, and that is John Durham's report. John Durham's report released on Monday undercut not only the FBI's conduct and not only highlighted its misconduct, it actually negated the argument that the Trump Justice Department under Rod Rosenstein made that there needed to be a special counsel named Robert Mueller to investigate all of this. There was no predicate, according to one of the most veteran prosecutors in, and decorated prosecutors in DOJ recent history, John Durham. Well, no one's really asked the question of Rod Rosenstein. We've tried to, but he hasn't called back. But I do have a very important segment for you today, because back in 2017, there was one member of Congress, Congressman Bill Posey of Florida, who posed this question then saying, hey, I don't understand what your reasoning is for naming a special counsel. What's the crime? What are we looking at? Well, he got an answer saying, trust us, we had every right to do this. Well, John Durham undercuts that now. And I think Congressman Bill Posey is the perfect first guest to talk to you today. We're going to bring him in in a few minutes and have a really great chat about that. And also, I want to highlight, if you get a chance, go to our website today. Great coverage at justthenews.com on the House weaponization Government Weaponization Subcommittee. They had a hearing with three FBI whistleblowers. By the way, all three are whistleblowers we first highlighted at Just the News, including Steve Friend, and more recently, in the last couple of days, a guy named Marcus Allen, a Marine, a FBI intelligence person, someone who had outstanding ratings until he forwarded along intelligence, saying, hey, there may be a problem with some testimony that FBI Director Chris Ray, and then the Bureau turned against him. They took away his security clearance, revoked it now. First they suspended it, then they revoked it. They took away his paycheck. Their testimony today really created a compelling story of what retaliation and reprisal looks like to the whistleblowers who feel they're undergoing it. The FBI, of course, says they believe they're justified in what they did. We'll see how the facts bear out in that as we go along further. But really strong testimony. These are men who served in the military, some of them. Marcus Allen particularly, I think, did two tours of duty in Iraq. And the FBI called into question his patriotism, his allegiance to his country. That's a pretty heavy-duty thing for just forwarding something along that, by the way, was open-source intelligence, which he was supposed to forward. It's pretty extraordinary to see what's going on. And I think today's hearing will be talked about for a long time to come, including a revelation that we're going to talk about tomorrow with Professor Alan Dershowitz, the great Harvard Law professor emeritus, author, constitutional scholar. He has some serious concerns about this, and I do as well, like a lot of people do. There was a revelation today from the whistleblowers and from the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Weaponization that the FBI obtained bank records from Bank of America without a warrant. The bank just turned them over. Now, we're trying to learn from the bank whether that's true or not. We've tried many times to do that, but I'd like to 
continue to dig into that. I think that's a very important matter in measure to be thinking about. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to start with Congressman Bill Posey. Now, normally, Wednesday is our AMAC Wednesdays. But today, we're moving ahead of day because yesterday I was on the road for most of the day. It was very hard to do the podcast. We did get the interviews done, but I didn't get a chance to really focus in on AMAC Wednesday. So this week, we're declaring AMAC Thursday. And joining us in a little bit will be Andy Mangione. He's got a very important story about the history and the danger of American sovereignty with a deal that Joe Biden wants to make with the World Health Organization. Congress is getting involved. The great members of AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, they're getting their muscle behind this. They're very concerned that the United States is about to subject its sovereignty, its right to decide for itself how to act in a pandemic to a World Health Organization at the United Nations that has a very bad track record, certainly during the last pandemic. It wasn't right about a lot of things. Do we really want to have that in the future? Do we really want to be subject to globalism? I'm not sure we do. Andy Mangione is going to bring us up to speed. And then speaking of that, as I was driving back late last night from New York, I got tired around one o'clock. I stopped at a hotel. I pulled out my AMAC card because I took the five-year membership since our partnership with them started. I love it. And I got 10% off my hotel. It was a great deal. I love the discount. And that's a reminder that you should, AMAC supports us. They make our journalism possible here at Just the News, at John Solomon Reports, at Just the News, No Noise, a television show. If you want to show your thanks and also get a great deal, meaning discounts, political intelligence, insurance, and other products. It can be great car and auto insurance, Medicare, gap insurance, Medicare services. AMAC is the place to start. AMAC.us slash Just News. AMAC.us slash Just News will get you started. You'll get a discount on your one, three, or five-year memberships. I'm encouraging, match me. I went in for five years. It was worth it. It's already paid for itself two or three times over just with the money I saved. But go ahead and check it out today and show your thanks. Let them know that Just the News sent you there. That's why you go to the amac.us slash Just News landing page so that people can remember that. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Bill Posey, some very provocative thoughts about one implication of the Durham report that a lot of people aren't thinking about. We'll have that right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back to the commercial break. Very excited to have this next guest on. More than five years ago, he was prescient enough to ask the right question of the Justice Department, then under the command of Attorney General 
Jeff Sessions and Rod Rosenstein, the Deputy Attorney General, about why the Mueller investigation was created, why we needed a special prosecutor. Five years later, with the release of John Durham's report, we now realize that appointment was unnecessary, just like Congressman Bill Posey. Great to have you on, sir. It's a pleasure, John. Thanks for your interest in the subject. Well, you were prescient. You you saw back then, uh, and you were right, despite all of the spin, all of the obfuscation, there never was a reason for the Mueller investigation. Uh, what was your reaction when you saw the term report earlier this week? Well, I just, you know, right off the bat, it was they lied to me uh, back at the time. And uh, uh, this just bears out more truth that how dishonest they are. We're going to make a copy of your incredible letter from uh, 2017 available to the public so people could reread it again. But remind us what, why you sent the letter. What was your concern back then? I mean, you were ahead of the curve in seeing what was going on. Well, you know, the, the, the whole thing stunk. I mean, uh, uh, the general counsel, you know, is, is supposed to uh, investigate people uh, for a cause. Um, I mean... That, you know they're they're supposed to ref, <clears throat> they're supposed to investigate wrongdoing. They're not supposed to investigate people trying to find evidence of wrongdoing. In other words, they're 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 supposed to investigate crimes. They're not supposed to investigate people looking for crimes. And so, uh, you know, they could they could uh, target anybody in the United States and and find out that. Oh yeah, thirty years ago they tore one of those labels off their mattress or something. But but that's not their purpose for being there. Their purpose is to investigate crime, and this thing, you know, to me and 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 most conservatives, uh, stunk from the very beginning. I mean, it 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 seemed very partisan, and and it seemed like a, a uh, they were targeting President Trump, and and uh, uh, even before he was president, they were targeting him as a candidate. And so we just asked, you know, five questions and. You know, what's the basis for this investigation? And it took them three months to send us a letter with a bunch of baloney in it that said, yeah. well, we, we have a right to do what we're doing. Uh, they didn't answer any of my questions. Uh, they just kept, uh, you know, like a bull in a china shop uh, trying to destroy the president. Yeah, and that letter came from uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Of course, he was the acting attorney general for the purpose of the Russia collusion case because the Senate-approved attorney general, Jeff Sessions, a former senator, uh, had been recused because of some questions about his own meetings with Russia. You look back now, do you have any doubt in your mind that Rod Rosenstein in his office was trying to simply just mislead the Congress? As, as, to me, there's not uh, one ounce of evidence of anything else but, but you know, pure, uh, intentional uh, misleading, trying to uh, misdirect Congress while they try to somehow uh, screw the president. Yeah. Now, you have sat for some time now and thought through this, and I know you probably had some contacts with your colleague. Is this something that House Judiciary should look at with the Weaponization Subcommittee? Will, could there be a referral to the Justice Department uh, for false, testimony or false statements to Congress? What, what do you think? Is there any accountability you can deliver uh, these many years later? Because you were right from the beginning. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen a lot of injustice since I've been here, and and uh, you know, I, I just like like Rosenstein here, he uh, uh, you know said that he had a right to do this. That apparently there was evidence, just like Schiff did, over and over and over again. So oh, there's clear, clear evidence, clear evidence, and there's there's been no accountability, no consequences for anyone. You know, we have serious, serious problems at the Department of Justice and the FBI. And, uh, you know, Durham's report, you know, indicated, well, they've, they've made some adjustments to take care of that stuff. But, but nobody has suffered any consequences. It's just like the financial meltdown. You know, the stockholders get screwed and nobody's held accountable. Nobody, nobody goes to jail. That's just the cost of doing business. And it's, and it's forgotten about. And, you know, we'll go, go wander along till the next cycle of wrongdoing. But there's no accountability for anybody. Uh, you know, Lois Lerner, she's, you know, she's collecting her full retirement. Uh, targeted Republicans, you know, admitted it, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt. But there's no accountability up here, no accountability whatsoever. Um, you know, the, the Department of Justice, obviously, I mean, we, we, we look at Hunter's laptop. You know, there's, there's two standards of justice here. 
You know, there, there's there's one for uh, the Marxists and there's one for Republicans. And they're different. Yeah. It's, it's really noticeable. So many Americans feel strongly now. And uh, is there anything with, with a divided government that you think could be done with the budget, with the Holman rule, with the power of the purse to maybe uh, uh, punish or change the behavior of some of these departments? I, I'm afraid, uh, well, you know, just just we tried to uh, pass a bill, the right to administration's wrong policy. We passed it bipartisan in the House and the Senate, and it got to the Oval right. Office, and what happened? You know, so the Oval Office, you got the uh, uh, the coyote garden hen house. Yeah, it's so, so on a daily basis, it, it divided government thwarts anything that is bipartisan right now. As you look out now and you look at the hearings that lie ahead of us, there are many more questions about the Justice Department, certainly the Hunter Biden case, retaliation against whistleblowers. Um, do you feel good that House Republicans are centered on the right issues in, in trying to identify and potentially fix things uh, that affect our justice system? Yeah, I think they're absolutely on target. Uh, the only the only question is, you know, whether or not there will be any accountability for wrongdoing that they find. I mean, it, yeah. you know, clearly the appearance now is that uh, players in government have used their positions to uh, uh, overturn the the election of the president of the United States to their best of their ability and, and uh, to actually affect it, you know. Uh, there, there's, there's a possibility that even if we have the absolute positively ironclad case against the Democrats, <clears throat> nothing's going to happen because that's that's what we've seen happen. And so my hope is like uh, Florida's attorney general, Ashley Moody, is is uh, she's tough. She's a fighter. And, and uh, right. you know, she's she's she sued him on the on the border issue. Um, and and I'm thinking that we're going to probably have to find some nexus with some state attorney generals to bring some charges, because I have absolutely zero confidence uh, in, in, in ours right now, uh, to do anything that that's fair. Yeah, there's no doubt. And you are seeing the attorney general starting to take some amazing actions and, and succeeding Louisiana and Missouri attorney generals have made more progress in the FBI censorship case than anything in Washington. So you, that, that seems to be a very fruitful area. And I guess maybe our founding fathers intended that a little bit when they gave, uh, states rights, such an important role in our governance. I want to turn to something else because you've been a leader on this and, I think there are many jobs in America threatened by this. Uh, you helped shepherd the legislation, bipartisan legislation, through two chambers uh, to uh, uh, reimpose the tariffs and block Donald, uh, President Biden from uh, protecting China on solar competition. Uh, and yet the president yesterday vetoed that. Your thoughts on his veto and what message it sends to the American people? Well, uh you know, most of the American people aren't even aware of it, but, but the message it sends to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is that, uh, you know, uh, Biden's, you know, going along with the plan to put China first and not America first. Uh, you know, he tried to spin this thing as, as it would put workers out of, out of jobs that couldn't get the panels to complete the job. And there's nothing here that stops you from buying a, uh, a, a solar panel made in China. That's been uh, uh, snuck through uh, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, or wherever else they relabel these things. It's just that you have to pay the tariff on it. And Obama seems to be, you know, uh, goaltending for the Chinese and 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 making sure that they that they don't uh, have to pay the tariff. And you know, the, tar the, the tariff is is one thing that, incredibly enough, Obama uh, and Trump both agreed on. Now, right. maybe for different reasons, you know, Obama might have been trying to protect Solandra for the $350 million they got to create six jobs, you know, in the solar panel industry. <laughs> exactly. but, but nonetheless, nonetheless, they both agreed on that one policy. You know, they might have agreed on more, but that's the only one I could ever remember where they both agree. And so that, you know, but every day, every day this rule is in effect, uh, the CCP gets closer to dominating the solar market and making it harder for Americans uh, to compete. And, and I think everyone knows uh, that's, that's familiar with, with the geopolitical uh, system that's out there now. That's, it's, it's through economic dominance that China intends to achieve its military superiority. 
And right. every, every, everything over there is, is military connected. And so, I mean, I, I just see the president as uh, uh, choosing to be uh, uh, an, an exporter uh, of Chinese or an importer of Chinese products rather than an importer uh, of them for Amer- uh, of American products, you know. And, you know, we can't be competitive with the slave labor that they use over there. I mean, it's just it's just you can't be competitive with free labor. You know, nobody right. can. Unless they have slave labor, and we don't have slave labor here, uh, and that was the purpose, you know, for for uh, uh, the tariff to just put it on equal footing. But they manufacture right. solar panels here now. They can they could ramp up the production uh, if they could be competitive with the cheaper solar panels made with slave labor. I mean, you get it as a chicken right. of the egg thing, and um, but I think again. Uh, probably because of the other allegiances that he has to the Chinese, that he and his son have to the Chinese, for whatever reasons, um, he's continuing to make it more difficult for American solar manufacturers to sell their product uh, and and favor, obviously, the importation of the Chinese slave labor-made products without any tariffs. It's just bizarre. Yes. You know, why not be an exporter of great American products rather than reliant on the cheap Chinese imports made with slave labor. I mean, real simple. No doubt. I think I see lots of Americans heads nodding in agreement. There's a much better way to do this. I want to ask one last question. Obviously, and we've and learned and so and much. Well, please and go and ahead, and it, Yeah, it would be remiss on my part uh, not to give a lot of credit to this, to, to uh, uh, Democratic Representative Dan Kildee. Uh, yep. from Michigan, and, uh, of course, Florida Senator Rick Scott, who, who carried a lot of the water on this thing. Yeah, no, it was a bipartisan effort. That's the amazing thing about Joe Biden vetoing it. He basically went against his own party as well. Uh, on that note, uh, we now have learned so much about the Biden family's uh, foreign business dealings, where their money came from, who they were dealing with in the CCP and elsewhere. Do you have any doubts in your mind that when Biden takes an action like this, which seems to confound any American interest in, in the marketplace uh, that maybe past dealings with the Chinese government, past dealings with Chinese companies are influencing the decision? In my mind, there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever. There's no other reason. There's no other legitimate reason. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully we can we can uh, at some point pass legislation uh, to make members of Congress declare uh, their family and 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 uh, foreign business deals. I mean, we we right. we filed that legislation before, but it didn't go anywhere. But yeah. you know, it just it, it needs to be more clear to the public. Uh, and again, if DOJ would move on that laptop, we would find out a lot more. Yeah, that is so true. There's so many things on there that would shock the American conscience. Maybe we'll find a DOJ out there somewhere in a, one of the states. Uh, that that will do that. Yeah. The next to do that because that's the only way we we're probably going to get any action on that. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not going to get done in Washington. There's been a protection racket here for far too long. Sir, one thing I'm certain of: you are on the American people's side, working hard. Whether it's protecting them from unfair Chinese labor practices and market practices, or getting us the truth in Russia collusion, it's not too late to learn what it is. I'm going to encourage everybody to read the extraordinary letter you wrote. We're going to put that up so everyone should read it, sir. But a great honor to talk to you today and to remind people of the big issues that still are in front of the American people. Thank you very much, John. It's my pleasure. i got a lot of respect for you. Uh, Same here, sir. It's a great honor to have you on the show. I mean that sincerely. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, time to celebrate a Mac Thursday, a very big conversation with Andy Mangione, the vice president for the grassroots arm of AMAC, AMAC's action arm. And we're going to talk about a very troubling effort to suppress American sovereignty to the World Health Organization on future pandemics. We'll bring you up to speed on that and the solutions right after these commercial break. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure 
that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Normally, we do a Mac Wednesdays. Unfortunately, I was on the road yesterday, so I couldn't pull it off. But we aren't going to short you this week. Don't worry. We're just going to bring in an extra special guest and make this AMAC Thursday very special. Joining us right now, he is the general in charge of AMAC's extraordinary grassroots organization that gets Americans working to make a better country. He's Andy Mangione. He's senior vice president at AMAC Action. Andy, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, John. Great to be here. There are so many issues going on in Washington right now. I mean, these are really big, historic, ground-shifting issues, and they can go from the debt to civil liberties to accountability. But one that I think a lot of people, when we first start, began highlighting in this last summer with a series of interviews we did with former congresswoman and presidential candidate Michelle Bachman, is the notion that the United States under the Biden administration would yield our pandemic decision-making, our sovereignty, to decide how the United States should deal with the next pandemic to a global body, the World Health Organization, which, by the way, did not have a very good record during the last pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, often was wrong about things. This is a big issue. It's getting a lot of traction on Capitol Hill, in part because AMAC is on the front line educating both lawmakers and everyday Americans about what's going on here. Tell us why what Joe Biden is proposing to submit the United States' pandemic strategy to what the World Health Organization wants is so dangerous for America. Well, what the president wants to do, grant more power, despite the WHO's ridiculous record, the pandemic response. And we could talk about that in a minute. But what the president wants to do is yield more power and, in effect, our sovereignty to unelected international bureaucrats with regard to managing future public health emergencies uh, that are of international concern. Think, think about the COVID-19 crisis. So what you'd end up having is the WHO with the authority to unilaterally dictate what constitutes an actual or potential public health emergency, and then order the rest of the world, including the United States, how they must respond. That's, that's having private U.S. citizens at the mercy of unelected international bureaucrats. It's amazing. Uh, we have never in our first 246 years of um, this great country's existence, we've never been willing to submit our sovereignty to another body. We always want to con- have American control of American sovereignty. And here we have the first president really willing to kick it over to a global body who has, by the way, a really bad record on being right. It's mitigation strategies, it's COVID origin strategies, all wrong. AMAC has done more than anyone I've seen it, just pulling together just how often 
the WHO was wrong. Give us a little taste of just how bad their track record is so that Americans know that we're not only giving up sovereignty, we're giving up to a group that really hasn't been an A-plus player. What we've done, we're giving it up to an organization that serves the Chinese Communist Party. Let's take a look at what the World Health Organization actually is. It's a supernatural United Nations agency that is effectively controlled by the CCP or the Chinese Communist Party. And this is evidence by the manner in which the WHO lied about the nature, the origins, and the effective responses to the COVID-19 Wuhan virus. Now, think about what they did, John. They endorsed the China model. And that China model for managing COVID-19 was lockdowns, masks, vaccine mandates, digital enforcement mechanisms. And they approved, the WHO approved the use of expensive and inadequately tested experimental and dangerous gene therapies as quote-unquote vaccines. And then they suppressed readily available, effective and inexpensive treatments. So this is what they've done. Uh, And thanks in part to such misconduct on behalf of the WHO, the COVID-19 pandemic resulted in the deaths of over a million Americans and many more across the world, and an, uh, an untold number of whom perished needlessly. And the danger of them, oops, we're going to do it again, is very high, right? There's no real remorse or even understanding. I mean, who has acknowledged some of the things they did were wrong, right? But they really haven't done anything to reform or to really publicly create a form of a contrition that would actually show they're in serious about fixing it in the future. So is this an organization likely to learn from the last pandemic and say, we're going to get better next time? We got that one wrong, but we're going to get better. There doesn't seem to be any telltale signs of that in their behavior publicly right now. Now, what they look like they're doing, like a typical leftist organization, uh, is possessing an unquenchable thirst for power. And they also know uh, who their master is, and their master is the Chinese Communist Party. So whatever Beijing wants, the WHO is going to give them. Yeah, uh, their alliances with China are so disturbing, as you guys have done such a good job uh, pointing out. Now, the good news is the check and balance system that our founding fathers gave us is alive and well on this issue, particularly Congress really getting involved. There is both a Senate bill, I think it's Senate 444, the No WHO Pandemic Preparedness Treaty Without Senate Approval Act, because Biden doesn't want to put this before the Senate, even though it clearly is a treaty. And then in the House, H.R., I think it's 1546 Protecting American Sovereignty Act. Tell us why these two laws are so important and how they kind of restore common sense to these sort of global agreements that used to be submitted to the Senate as a treaty ratification. Well, a very good point. And keep in mind, John, these bills are totally necessary because of the Biden administration's incompetent response to the COVID-19 pandemic, combined with the WHO's corrupt mismanagement of this crisis. So let's talk about Senate Bill 444. This was introduced by Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. It's called the No WHO Pandemic Preparedness Treaty Without Senate Approval Act. That's a mouthful. But what it states is that any international agreement on pandemic prevention or preparedness and response that's reached by the World Health Assembly, this is the decision-making body of the World Health Organization, must be subject to U.S. Senate ratification. So it means that any convention or agreement that results from negotiation by the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body must be defined as a treaty. This is important. Once it's defined as a treaty, it requires the advice and consent of a supermajority of the U.S. Senate. So there's your check and balance right there. Yeah, that's exactly what we need. Now, this isn't happening without AMAC's muscle behind it. You guys have been really instrumental in getting both of these laws in front of Congress and building grassroots and, of course, lawmaker support for us. If I recall correctly, I think I saw you and others involved in a very important meeting earlier this week. Tell us what's been going on. Well, uh, AMAC Action President Bob Carlstrom was uh, participated in a press conference yesterday, just yesterday, uh, meaning uh, Wednesday right? at 3, 3 p.m. Eastern Time in Washington, D.C. He was joined by numerous members of Congress, Ralph Norman, Lauren Boebert, Ronnie Jackson, who authored one of the bills that we supported, Chris Smith, Harriet Hageman, she's a freshman, Andy Biggs, you had uh, Anna Paulina Lina there, Paul Gosar, so you had representatives of border states, then you had representatives of middle America, Mary Miller of Illinois, they all gathered together. And what they did at this press conference was declare 
that the United States must end its membership in, cease funding of, and submitting to the World Health Organization before the WHO is granted more authority effectively to compel compliance with the public health dictates of its director general or any other unelected, unaccountable international bureaucrat. So this is it's a pretty bold statement. AMAC was front and center on this, standing proud shoulder to shoulder with these representatives making this declaration. Yeah, and, and AMAC, uh, President Bob Carlson wrote a letter yesterday, too, that everyone should go check out on AMAC.us. It's a very important letter. There's something really interesting about the two different approaches. The Senate tries to deal with it through the processing, which is that, hey, if you're going to do this, it's got to be treated like a treaty because it is a treaty and you got to submit it for Senate ratification. The House goes at it a little bit differently, right? It goes through it through the power of the purse, which is the House's unique power, uh, and says you can't spend any tax money on implementing anything having to do with this. Two novel ways when you put them together, you really have the best of both worlds in fighting something that a lot of people believe is a very serious erosion of American governing sovereignty. You're talking about H.R. 1546. That's the Protecting American Sovereignty Act. And that was introduced by uh, Texas Congressman Ronnie, Ronnie Jackson. Jackson in your right? abs- yeah. yeah, absolutely right. And uh, he uh, shook Bob's hand yesterday and thanked him for our support for the bill. And there's a bunch of bills out there. We, we like these two, uh, but there's, you know, there, there's other ones out there to limit the authority of the WHO. But the Congressman Jackson bill does exactly what you said it does. It prohibits the use of taxpayer funds to implement any obligation of the United States under the WHO Global Pandemic Treaty. And what this does is allow America to retain her sovereignty. Uh, you, 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 know, you cut off the funding, but then you, there's not much you can do beyond, you know, with regard to implementation. So yeah, it, it's, I, I like the two-pronged approach myself, and uh, we believe our members do as well. Yeah, it leverages two of the powers that the Founding Fathers originally gave Congress, and it's, it's fun to watch them attack it from two different directions, but two very constitutional directions that really explain why Congress should have a voice in it and why Congress controls the purse strings for something as important as our relationship with the World Health Organization, the United Nations. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more from Andy Mangione right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order, plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home 
and it's titled, The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, more of our exclusive interview with Andy Mangione, the Senior Vice President at AMAC Action. I'd like to just step back for a second on one issue. We've had him on the show many times. Senator Mike Braun has always been a voice of fiscal reason in, in a sea of spending insanity in Washington. And he brings a, a you know businessman's approach to this. And one of the things he's noticed, in, and he's really put out a lot of information on, it's something that AMAC has been talking about for quite some time. And that is that the economy, the Biden economy, is forcing retired Americans to unretire, to do the Tom Brady, except just to make ends meet, right? And I think that there's such a moment in the country's history where you're seeing people who thought they were in their golden years and now they're going to go back to their work years. How big an issue is it and how much education do we still have to do so that the country at large understands the dynamics that are causing this to happen? Well, this is a great question, John, because, uh, as you know, we know we poll our members on a weekly basis, and I I just submitted the poll question that's going to be pushed out in our weekly update on Saturday, and it has to do with exactly what you're talking about. Senator Braun released a report that says that Americans are unretiring. So what you have are people that thought they could retire, but they're living in excessive inflationary times, and they are going back to work. And uh, some of the highlights of this report has been stating that inflation has been a factor, okay, uh, for retirees going back to work. 43% of those considering returning to work are doing so because of inflation. That is directly related to the Biden economy. You've got one in three independent workers, they call them gig workers, are over the age of 55. So you've got people approaching retirement taking on extra work. And you're looking at uh, it, it, the economic conditions as a result of, uh, of Biden's policies that are forcing people to take this action. Uh, our, I'm very eager to see what the results are going to be with our, with our poll question, to see how people, where they are, and how they consider. I mean, you've got people that are close to retirement that are postponing it. We're going to find out exactly how many of our members are doing that. Uh, you've got people that are, maybe they're okay. Maybe they plan for this, and then their investments have been able to withstand this This the environment of this economy. Perhaps we can talk again about the results of this pending poll. But uh, very interesting, as you know, um, Mike Braun sits on the U.S. Senate Special Committee on Aging. He's the ranking member, and he released the report. You can link to it on the AMAC website. It's called What's Working for Older Workers. And what the, poll, what the report does is examine the challenges that uh, older workers are facing. And then, of course, he provides recommend, uh, recommendations for Congress uh, in order to support older workers. He's been a fantastic partner with regard to caring for uh, older Americans, caring for people nearing retirement and retirees. And uh, we, we very much value our relationship with him and his office. Yeah. There's another thing he's been fighting on. I've, I've been interested in this for a while because it affects my profession as well, the journalism profession. But uh, the Labor Department last year really put a new rule down that would basically outlaw or end all these sort of freelance work jobs, which, by the way, retirees often take, right? They're not often full-time. They work part-time and they work as contractors or independent contractors. And it appears that this uh, Biden Justice Department wants to eliminate that flexibility. I know AMAC has been really concerned about that. And of course, Mike Braun, I think, is one of the people who's been fighting that. But that labor rule could have a negative effect, particularly on older Americans that often in the later years of their life work as a contractor, may not work a full 40, but you know need money to make ends meet. Probably more people need to be educated about that rule. It seems like a lot of people are starting to realize, hey, this is bad for America, but bad for retirees. You know, why is this administration going after the greatest generation? Why is this administration, you know, going after people 
that have they've put their time and they've worked their lives, their whole lives. They've raised their families. Okay, they've been contributing to the economic base of this country. And a lot of these folks, when they retire, they don't want the. Uh, there's only so much golf you can play, right, John? I mean, I, I guess it depends on who I'm talking to. But people get bored. All right, I've got family members that just retired, and they they want to do something. You know, and they want to contribute. And you've and you're you're absolutely right. The, these independent contractors, these gig workers, are in the crosshairs of this administration. And uh, it's 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 great that we've got people standing up for us, like Senator Braun, Senator Thune, Senator Burr, okay, uh, Representative Fox, uh, to challenge this Department of Labor move. Uh, that or this, it's a rule actually, the Department of Labor rule. Um, that it's 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 what it does is drill. It's drilling down what the classification of an independent contractor is, and it it's um, it's it's just so unfair and it's so unnecessary. And I it's 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 just it, it confounds me, but it it doesn't really surprise me that much. I should say in, in the same sentence with the uh, uh, with the power that these people seek over the lives of everyday Americans, including the folks that make up the demographic of the AMAC membership. Yeah, it is. And, and there's such a powerful voice, too. I mean, that's what's what you do in the grassroots side of AMAC is so important because when lawmakers hear from 100, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 invested Americans, meaning Americans that are invested in the future of the country, it gets their attention. It moves the needle. I've watched that happen so many times in my career as a journalist. And AMAC moves the needle larger than anyone because when you put your grassroots muscle to something, People see a huge flow of contact and engagement, whether it's at the state legislature all the way up to Congress or the White House. So these issues that you're engaged on now are, I think, going to bubble to the forefront of attention in the Capitol now that you're there, whether it's the World Health Organization or the future of our working older generations of Americans. It's such an important thing. Andy, you do so much in the grassroots arm. The main arm of AMAC just is valuable. We have a special relationship. I'm a five-year paying member of AMAC. I took the five-year membership because it's the best deal, and I see so many benefits. I use it for discounts. I use it to get into. As a reporter, I find things on the AMAC site. They say, i got to go write about that. That's important. You've set up something special for us. I feel it was really important. I want to share it with everybody. If you go to amac.us, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash just the news or uh, just news. I'm sorry. AMAC.us slash just news. Get rid of the thought. You'll get a special offer discount on membership and you'll see some of the things you've been with AMAC a long time. The benefits are just, I, I don't think I could do justice if I spent an hour on them, but give us a top line of this. One of the many things that Americans who join AMAC get as part of their membership. Well, they get a, a very robust menu of benefits uh, that that we're constantly building out. You, you, you'll have access to over six insurance, all the Medicare products, under six insurance, uh, health insurance, life insurance, house insurance cards, as well as lifestyle products, counts on hearing aids, financial advice, roadside assistance, travel discounts, uh, hotel and car discounts, uh, cruise discounts, and we're constantly building that out. So that that's it, it's it's a um, I, I can't think of a better word than describe it uh, to describe it than robust. And we're, we're constantly trying to add value there. But they also get AMAC action. And AMAC action is the advocacy side. This is the platform that we provide our members to speak up, to amplify that voice of conservatives. And then we have the AMAC Foundation, which is the educational arm of AMAC. Uh, that is the nonprofit that educates seniors on Social Security. We have an advisory line that you, you, you don't even have to be an AMAC member to take advantage of it, but it's staffed by Social Security uh, advisors who are specially trained that can help people that are just, you know, okay, I've reached this age. I'm going to collect my Social Security. How do I do it? Or people that are currently collecting it and they may have lost a spouse and they don't know how that's going to affect their benefit. These people are available. They take hundreds and hundreds of calls every month. There's no charge for it. So it's, 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 it's a pretty good deal, you know, for, for what you get. All right. I'm going to confess to something. Last night, I'm driving back from New York late at night. I, had a big, I, I recorded some shows up in New York and I drove back and I hit around 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, I can't drive anymore. I got to pull off the road. So I go to the hotel. I whip out my AMAC card and I get 10% off my hotel last night. It saved me about 25 bucks. That was a good deal. I was pretty happy. So it happens in real time too. I mean, just once you learn, hey, this card is like printing money. It saves you money. You, you just think everywhere you go, like, hey, do you take AMAC? You know, oh, good, great. So it's such an amazing thing. And folks, if you aren't a member of AMAC, 
it's not too late to join. In fact, it's the perfect time to join. Go to amac.us slash just news. Go sign up. You can get all the discounts and benefits, the political intelligence, the opportunity to engage and do civic duty, things like being an election observer or helping people during elections or getting involved in a grassroots issue that'll make Congress smarter so they pass good laws that protect us. All of that comes. It's pennies on the dollar to join and you save. It pays itself off in no time. So go check it out. AMAC.us slash Just News. It is a bargain. It is a card you carry with pride. It is a membership that you'll use day in and day out. So go check that out today. Andy, we always love having you on. We always come out of a conversation with you way smarter than we went in. And today is no exception. We learned a lot. And we're going to all be keeping an eye on that very important World Health Organization issue, particularly as it now Congress gets involved to try to solve something that the Biden administration may be putting America on a collision course towards. So great to have you on, my friend. I guess we'll do it again real soon. My pleasure, John. Thank you. Yeah, we're great. We really greatly value our partnership. So much fun. So thanks for joining us. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. So grateful you can attend and listen and engage. It's always an honor to have you as part of the audience. And a big thanks to Congressman Posey and to Andy Mangione, AMAC, AMAC Thursdays. Remember, go to amac.us slash justnews to get a discount and get started on your first membership with a really great American organization. All right, that wraps it up. I got to run off and break some more news. We'll be back tomorrow with regular programming here at John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.